0: This is Stephen Strang, and welcome to the God, Trump, and the 2020 election podcast, the podcast that makes the point of why Donald Trump must win and what's at stake for Christians if he loses. Today is October 6th, 2020. We are only 28 days away from the most important election of our lifetime. And I believe that it's very important that we stand with the president in his biggest challenge. Now, I wrote about this in my book, God, Trump, and COVID-19. That was the quickie book that I wrote in April. It's only 125 pages long, and I, it's an update, or should I say a sequel, to God, Trump, in the 2020 election, which I wrote in 2019. And of course, when this novel coronavirus came from China, it affected—it became a pandemic, first of all, which is affecting the Christian community, the world, and the election, And I made the point that we've got to stand with Donald Trump in his biggest challenge. You know, it's ironic and hypocritical that many on the left have been so desperate to criticize President Trump in his quest to make America great again. For example, in his handling of the COVID-19 crisis, the criticisms were wide and varied. The left said that he didn't close the border soon enough, or that he closed them too soon. He didn't speak up enough or he spoke too much. He took the advice from the wrong people or he didn't listen to enough people. Even before the COVID-19 pandemic, the left criticized President Trump for everything from his lifestyle. Although, isn't it interesting that before he ran for president as a Republican, they saw nothing wrong with his past and he seemed to be the darling of the liberal media now they attack even his beliefs. Has he done and said things that don't reflect the teaching of the Bibles? Yes, he's imperfect. But according to some, that even makes him a better leader. And of course, I need to add quickly that none of our leaders are perfect, yet somehow there's this kind of hypocritical double standard for Donald Trump. In the same way that some Christians overlook the good that Trump has done and focus on the mistakes he's made and the perceived weaknesses that he still struggles with. The question we must ask ourselves, though, is what is the fruit? Donald Trump has probably been one of the staunchest defenders of religious liberties and freedoms we have seen. He makes no secret that he has an evangelical council that meets with him periodically, ministers to him, advises him, and at times even lays hands on him and prays over him. David Barton, the historian who's a good friend of mine, told me, quote, As Christians, we have created artificial standards for our leaders that God doesn't have for his leaders in the Bible. I have flaws. Trump has flaws. We can point them out in a self-righteous manner, or we can look at Hebrews 11 and see that all these great leaders had serious flaws, but God still used them. In my book, I quote Barton. He said that conservative Christians should, quote, look at what the president has done for the economy and especially standing for religious liberty, appointing righteous judges, protecting unborn life, and supporting Israel. So many things the Bible has specifically talked about. No president in our lifetime has gotten done as many biblically correct things as he has, end quote. Because of this, Barton told me that Christians must be willing to support Donald Trump and not allow the left to undermine his conservative agenda any longer. He points out that we don't have to win every American to our way of thinking. We just need to win more than we have now. Another friend of mine, author and speaker and leader Lance Walnow made the same point, which I quote in the book, quote, figures like Churchill, Lincoln, and George S. Patton didn't step out of cathedrals under the stage of history, yet we canonized them later as instruments who God raised up to meet a singular crisis. None of these were conventional Christians. They all had many detractors in the clergy Yet each one played a pivotal role in history. They stood strong against the enemies of freedom and, play, and helped safeguard our way of life and our Christian heritage. That's what I see in Donald Trump and why people support him despite all the criticisms thrown at him. In that respect, Trump resembles the British Prime Minister Winston Churchill who often went against convention, decorum, and even his own party. Churchill was viciously attacked by the media in his day. Today, Donald Trump invites the same kind of bitterness and resentment by raising alarms about the unraveling of American society at a time when our political elites, buttressed by the media, are denying that anything is wrong. But like Churchill, Trump is the target of opposition forces, seeking to silence him for his bluntness and to stop him from speaking from the heart about problems the political establishment has been sweeping under the carpet for generations. Many very strong Christian leaders, including James Robison, who is my friend, and also you know him as the host of Life Today, and Jack Graham, another friend who is pastor of the nearly 45,000-member Prestonwood Baptist Church in Plano, Texas. They know Trump personally. They're supportive of him because he cares about the concerns of conservative Bible-believing Christians, and Trump seems to want to know what conservative Christians think. Jack Graham told Robinson in an interview from the website called The Stream that And not only him, but the people he's put into place. Vice President Mike Pence is a great Christian. Eight or nine of his cabinet members, the people close to him, are Christians. And they're having a Bible study and prayer together. I believe that like Churchill, God has raised up Trump for such a time as this, and we may stand with him in the midst of the challenges he faces. I hope you enjoyed this and that you'll want to read the book. It's Guide Trump and COVID-19. I encourage you to also get Guide Trump at the 2020 election. Both of these books are an apologetic on why to vote for Donald Trump. They're for sale many places, and they're selling well, I'm happy to say. But the easiest way to get them is on my own website called stevestrangbooks.com. And if you go there, you get a signed copy. Any book you buy there, you get a signed copy. There are special discounts. You can buy several in bundles. And so I push our own website on my podcast. And I hope you'll take advantage of this offer that I'm making. That's stevestrangbooks.com. That's my name, Steve Strang. No E on the end of Strang. Then the word books with an S. stevestrangbooks.com. I hope you'll go there. But most of all, I hope that you uh, vote for Donald Trump on November 3rd, 2020. That's only 28 days from now. Thank you for listening to my God, Trump, in the 2020 election podcast. God bless you.